Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, really looking forward to this interview because the uh, lady we're talking to now is... Uh, Beautiful person and a very, very talented broadcaster as well. And uh, her name is uh, getting more prominent, uh, more and more events you see going on, just not around New Zealand, but around the world as well. Uh, on Wednesday nights, you can catch uh, Laura McGoldrick's uh, new show, The Women's Game on Sky Sport. Uh, so uh, let's find out a, a wee bit about what uh, Laura McGoldrick's been up to. Uh, Laura, good morning to you. Lovely to catch up. Good morning, Sue. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. I'm, uh, that means a lot to me. Thank you. I've got uh, young Teddy Guptill in the back with me uh, as we're doing this interview. So it's Laura and Teddy. It's usually you get a two-four up today. <laughs> Laura and Teddy. Uh, Laura's been, uh, you've been in South Africa, yeah? What were you doing there? Yes, really, I was over there for the ICC T20 Women's World Cup, um, which was, oh, it was amazing. We, we actually, all of the commentators talked about how much we missed you over there. Um, it was amazing. I've never been to South Africa before. What an incredible experience. Great cricket was played. I wish more great cricket was played from our white ferns. Um, but Australia took it out just um, last, so yesterday overnight. Um, and, I mean, they were always going to be the team to beat that tournament. They're so good. But it was great to see South Africa break that, getting into the finals drought and making their way into the finals. It, it was a sellout crowd uh, at Newlands Cricket Ground, and it was great to see. Ready, it was really cool to be part of. Right. The bus is right. <laughs> Teddy Gupta the... Yeah, good on you, Teddy. Good on you, boy. Yeah, still going to Smitty. <laughs> Good on you, mate. Right, okay, Teddy. Uh, uh, can we can I just borrow Mum for a second, Teddy? If I just could, I want to ask her too. I've got you. I've got you. I've snuck him out. I'm sneaking. I'm sneaking away now. We're good. <laughs> That's good. Uh, righty, let's uh, let's chat about uh, Super Rugby or Picky, of course, which you've got a vested interest in as well, uh, Laura. Um, tell us uh, about what you've made up. There are criticisms. It's only a five-week competition, but that will grow, won't it? Yeah, it definitely will, and I think they've done a great job. I mean, it's great to see that they are getting things underway again, and my team, Matafu, getting their first win in the tournament over the weekend was amazing over the Blues. I mean, that was a, a huge moment for for us Matafu um, fans after last year. There has been a lot of talk, and we talked about it with Rua Hazemont and uh, Ruby Tui on the women's game last week. Talked about it, how it's too short a competition, it's too short a build-up, and girls could be getting, you know, seriously hurt um, because they just don't have that prep time that the men get given, um, and that can be really challenging for them, and they're working through that. But obviously, this tournament really is still in its infancy, and there's a lot of work to be done. There's conversations around whether or not, you know, there should be um, an Australian element to it um, that we can involve both um, the New Zealand and Australian sides. There's a lot of growth um, that needs to be made there, and, and I think needs to be made fast, but. It is great to see um, that uh, Opiki has started so well. It was really great, uh, particularly that Matatu Blues game. Down to the wire, like last 90 seconds it came down to. So it's good quality rugby that's being played. And I think we all want to see um, more of our female uh, athletes highlighted. And that's what um, the women's game is all about, being able to do that. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's been, it's, it's been a great start to the tournament, but there's a, there's a long way to go yet. 
Right, let's look at uh, a little bit more at the, the, the Matatu uh, winning uh, 33-31 over the Blues. As you say, uh, Ruhe de Mont uh, was able to tie the game had she uh, managed to land a kick on full time. Um, but what was uh, your uh, impression of the Blues? Are they going to be too reliant on Blackfern Stars or is there depth there? I like to think that there is depth there, um, but they will be reliant on their black friends, I guess, at, at the moment of the early stages while they all... Because you think that the, the, the quality of rugby and the, the amount of rugby that's been played, they just haven't probably had enough in the build-up. So the black friends are contracted all year round uh, to be playing and training, and a lot of the of the women who make up the 90 other players, you know, the 90 players in that tour, uh, competition um, are... Or do have other employment in other areas. So, um, yeah, I think they probably will be reliant on their black friends for a bit. But there is, there is, there is hope that uh, they won't rely on them for the whole the whole of the, the campaign. Right. Well, we interviewed or Logan interviewed uh, Brett Cole the other day, along with uh, his wife uh, Crystal Cole. Of course, they are the co-coaches of uh, Chiefs Manawa. Fifty-three twenty-one over Hurricanes. Poor in uh, game one there. Uh, just a continuation of last year, it seems. Yeah, an absolute trouncing. I mean, Chiefs Manawa is a powerhouse, um, and they certainly look at um, there's no doubt about it. Although I did think the Hurricanes did a good job in that first half. I thought that they uh, played some good rugby, but just not enough, and, and, and Chiefs Manawa showing um, their all, you know, all class and uh, experience, uh, being able to keep them off and then put that many points on them. I would be thinking it uh, wouldn't be a bad thing to include Australia at some stage for both countries. I, I don't really see too much of a downside to that, do you? I really personally don't. I think that, um, you know, the more the merrier, certainly, uh, with Opeki, I, I just think it would be a bit of a no-brainer, really. Um, and, but, but then I, I was talking to Gina Crampton, um, who obviously plays for the Silver Ferns, and she talked about the ANZ Premiership, which kicks off next week, and she was saying once they... Uh, we're no longer in a competition with Australia. Our domestic netball became strong, as she felt, because they weren't contending with the Australian style of play. So I don't know if that has any sort of weight bearing on the on, on the game of rugby and how that might work. I think it would be a good thing, personally. I, I, I have to see at least conversations being had around it. I, I would like to think also that um, some of our um, black fans, I mean, we're... We're talking, uh, you talk to Ruby too, we will get on to that interview very shortly, but um, there's one or two that uh, have just sort of taken a bit of hiatus after uh, the Rugby World Cup at a time where I thought the game might need them. I mean, until his case in particular, um, she is such a high-profile New Zealander now. Anything that she's attached to or anything she does tends to get a headline, and that would include still playing. Well, yeah, I think so. I think there's a lot of people disappointed to not see Ruby Tui back playing in Opeki. Um, I mean, I, I don't think I'll ever forget her interview um, post-match when, when the Chiefs won all won. But um, she, when I interviewed her on the women's game, she said that she felt like her serve, she was best served outside of the game at the moment, trying to make change where she could there, which is sad for, for rugby fans who want to see her in the mixer. Um, but yeah, I, I know that a lot of the a lot of the um, the stars of our Blackburn side were hoping that we would capitalise perhaps a little bit more on the success after that World Cup than we have, um, and hopefully we can start to see some change soon. And, and I, I think the big one is probably starting with Opeki and how we get the the tournament for longer, and how we pay them more, and how we can make sure that that there is enough of a build up because. I think there was only three weekends of, of, of like, proper training 
before they entered this tournament, which is not a lot. You think you've got to be right up to scratch with your contact. It is a contact sport. Uh, I mean, it's it's a, it's a lot for the for the body to go through, not not necessarily just the mind. It's you've got a three week build up for for that um, that tournament. Right. Okay. Um, just a cricket update. You might be interested. Seventy five for three uh, England at the moment. Uh, so we'll keep uh, everyone posted. Yeah, seventy five for three. So uh, now tell us about the women's game. Um, I, I I love the concept. Tell us about where it came from and um, your first episode and what you've got coming up. Well, it was a concept that, as we talked about for a wee while, Sierra Island really championed it at Sky Sport, and it's an opportunity for us to highlight um, uh, women in Aotearoa who are doing great things, um, great athletes. You know, wherever we can highlight what they're doing and how well they're going, we should, because it's that whole, if you can see it, you can be it, and there's perhaps not enough around all of our female athletes in this country. Um, so it's just an opportunity to get to talk to them. It's a half an hour show. It's on Sky Sport 1 on Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock. First episode last week was Ruhe Zement and Ruby Tui, which is really great chat. We talked a lot about Opiki and things that they'd like to see going forward. This week is another cracker, if I do say so myself. Uh, we've got Chelsea Semple, Les Elder and Gina Crampton on. And uh, we sort of this, we cover all topics from pregnancy uh, right through to the playing of the game and, and taking a break as an athlete, what it's like taking a break. Because um, I don't know if you ever took a break in, in your career, Smithy, but uh, more and more players are starting to do it now for their welfare, for their mental health, to give themselves an opportunity just to breathe and appreciate things. And Gina Crampton took some time out while she was away after we got bronze at the Commonwealth Games. She took some time out to go and see the world, which... As an athlete, you know all too well, Smithy, you go from your hotel room to the trainings to the games, you don't always stop and smell the roses, and there's a bit more of an emphasis on, on doing that at the moment, which I, I think is quite cool. I took a break when the selectors suggested that I should, uh, Laura, which was cool. <laughs> um, but here's... Yeah. Uh, the other thing about women in sport these days, of course, you, you can play as a mother. I mean, that, in, in my time, the, the thought of, uh, of a woman uh, you know, having a baby then going back to active participation in sport was almost unheard of. These days, of course, that is so much more a part of it. I would not, I would not know how many people, how many girls playing or women playing in Opiki are actually mothers. I, I'd have no idea, but there's that element as well. I know in the Silver Ferns, there's plenty of them. Well, in the Hurricanes uh, team, there was a mother who had eight-month-old twins in the stands uh, watching and cheering her on. So it's definitely happening. And I think, you know, the likes of social media and what have you are, are making it easier for us to see. They're making these mothers who are out there doing it more visible. You know, I think of Leslie Murdoch, who's now the New Zealand cricket president. Um, you know, she had her babies while she was playing uh, cricket as well, going away and coming back. More currently, it's you know, was Amy Satisway who really led the charge in cricket. And I know that that had a helped have a few changes to the old MOU um, and what, what, what the maternity leave looks like in the in the White Ferns contract. But the, the, it's an amazing thing that we're only really, it's 2023 and we're only really talking about it now because women have babies. That's what, you know, they, they can do that and they can be athletes as well. And I love that it's being highlighted more and more now. Um, so Chelsea Simple and both her and Les Elder are currently uh, are pregnant and Chelsea particularly talking about what her comeback might look like because she's still... She wants to be a mum, but she wants to play rugby as well. And and you know, you know, you know better than anyone. So many girls can do anything and everything. So um, it's 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 really it's really cool. And I think a lot of the 
you know, the rugby union will probably be starting to look at, at, at what their maternity clause looks like in the contract as well, which can only mean good things for um, female athletes in this country. I always find it interesting, though, because I had a, my daughter, Harley, who's five now, at the same time as Valerie Adams had her first daughter, Kimoana. We had the same obstetrician, so we saw each other come and grow. Quite different uh, <clears throat> in lots of ways, the two of us. Um, and she... Um, she, uh, I wonder what it must have been like being an individual athlete in, the, in those circumstances, having to come back, fight back, and, and get tip-top shape to go and compete against the best in the world um, after you have a baby. It's, it's a wild thing that your body goes through anyway, to have the baby and then to also go back to training so quickly. Well, you're working alongside uh, Christina Reddy, who is uh, one of your producers there uh, at Sky. Uh, and I wonder how many shows are planned and um, what other guests you might have uh, or trying to line up uh, throughout uh, this first season. So we've got Susie Bates is coming on next week, which I'm really looking forward to that chat. Um, really looking forward to finding out what she thinks uh, went wrong for the White Ferns over in South Africa. Uh, they, they played two not-so-great games, but then played two really great games, which, you know, as a, as a cricket fan, Smitty, you, you would have felt the frustration as much as I did watching them, knowing how, how much better they can be and the investment that's gone into this team uh, and wanting them to do better uh, and knowing they can do better. Um, so, Susie, I'm really looking forward to. We've got... Um, who else have we got? We've got some people, uh, some females from GP coming on to talk about what it's like being part of that team. I'm hoping to mm. get um, actually a, a male coach on the show at some point to talk about what it's like, you know, coaching women. There's always that perception that men should coach women. Well, maybe women should coach men. I don't know. Uh, so, look, we've got lots, lots coming up, and um, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it. Look, you've been involved in a couple of uh, World Cups recently with the Australian women's cricket team. I quite often say, I think in all the sport that I've uh, looked at and watched over the years, probably one of the most complete, if not the most complete um, sporting unit because of the way they seem to have every base covered and they're just so thorough about everything they do. What do you see um, about the Australian women's team that is so far and away above the rest of the world? I think all of those things you just mentioned, their professionalism, the way they go about their business when they turn up to the ground, everyone knows exactly what they're doing once the game starts, everyone knows exactly what their role is. It's just a clarity about the way they go out and conduct themselves on the field. They know exactly what they need to do in that moment. They've got an unbelievable game awareness, no matter the situation, even if a team slightly put them under the pump. You know, there is a game awareness about the way they go about it that, that I, I personally think the white men don't necessarily have or haven't shown that they have yet, which is, you know, it'll it'll come, you know that, but for, for, for me, it's, it's, it's that, the way that they just take on any team. And there's no fear either, um, the way they go about their business. And, uh, oh, credit to them. I, I don't know how they've kept it together for as long as they have, but, boy, that's a lot of success under Meg Lanning. They have done an incredible job with that side. Mother of uh, Harley, uh, mother of Teddy, very busy uh, woman uh, professionally in your own right, but also uh, wife of uh, Martin Guptal. Uh, where is Guppy? What's he up to now? Because he's become a gun for hire. What's his next project? Yeah, so, I mean, he still has aspirations to keep playing for New Zealand when he is required and he hopes to do that at some stage soon. Um, he's currently in Pakistan. Uh, so uh, he's enjoying it over there at the PSL. He's got an awesome hundred the other day, um, which was really superb. It was great to see him hitting those sixes straight down the ground. That is the fastest way for him to get the meal he wants at dinner time. I tell you that for nothing. I do love a good six down the ground. Um, and so he's in Pakistan for uh, until the end of March, and then he'll come home and 
and then we just go from there. We don't go too far ahead of ourselves at the moment, so it feels like we should go month to month, if that, maybe week to week. Fair enough, Laura. Absolutely great catching up with you. As I leave you, I can tell you that uh, it looks like Ollie Pope's just got out, so uh, Wagner's got him. Oh, 80 for four. 80 for four, it what seems do you uh, now. You can do it? Oh, we can do it now. Uh, I think we've had the perfect uh, first uh, hour coming up. Nearly, only 45 minutes. Three wickets. Um, I think we're a big chance. Get, uh, break this partnership between Root and Brooke. I think we become favourites. So keep an eye on that, Laura. Hey, thanks very much. Great hey, catching Rick. up with you. Sound, you sound cool. Thank you, Smithy. I really appreciate your time. You have a fantastic day.